Sorry guys, my mother called the original Celtics fan and her exact words to me were, that game was absolutely terrible. It was absolutely garbage. And to her point, she's right. It was absolutely garbage. The Celtics didn't put any effort in. It looked like they were just kind of deciding to, you know, be done with it. Like the season was already done. Like the series was already done. They kind of gave up. Elijah, yes, I'm with you. I'm pissed, but you know something that's helping me? It's this first and foremost, and second, knowing that the media circus around the Celtics will end this summer. Kyrie Irving is not returning. The fact is, he doesn't seem like he wants to be here. The whole atmosphere of the team seems like they don't want him here either, which after dealing with a guy who says, I'm the number one dude, assuming that he comes in, taking over for Isaiah Thomas and just thinking, yeah, I can fricking wing this and I'll take it over. Then on top of it says, I'm gonna stay here. Then months later says, no, I'm not. Gets photographed with Kevin Durant doing the two max contract thing, which we're not stupid. We're fans. We watch the game and we pay attention. We know what you meant. KD is going up to play right now and he'll probably lose in tonight's game, which means you can give him a call and say, yo, just blow this last game. That way we can get together in New York super quickly. Look, I'm happy. I'm actually happy and relieved it's over. I don't have to think about Kyrie Irving's comments to the media. I don't have to think about why the Celtics are playing like crap. I don't have to think anymore whether or not the refs are actually screwing us or if it's actually the Celtics, which to be fair, I stick by my words. The refs pulled a Sacramento Kings Lakers series from back in the early 2000s, must've had money on it and rigged game three because there were more foul calls on ticky tacky bullshit than I've ever seen. My point being though, this move, what's our next move? That's what I'm getting to Alonzo. So the next move, the next move, what you say, is you let the most important free agent go. And by most important, I mean the biggest domino in free agency because what he does dictates where Kevin Durant may go, dictates what Kawhi might do, dictates where the hell Anthony Davis might end up this week. Look, the Celtics actually are in a good situation. They're in a good situation. Why, you might ask? Because although Kyrie Irving is a free agent and could leave, we already have a guy who is a very capable starting point guard who clearly fit the system better with the Celtics. In his first start, had a triple-double. Second start, he had 31 points. And our record with him is 10-2 and two, as opposed to when Kyrie is in the lineup. That is Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier is less expensive than Kyrie Irving. He's already in Boston, so we know what we get for the system. He knows Brad Stevens' system and is actually perfectly capable of being utilized perfectly in that system, not because he's an offensive-minded stud, because he is offensive-minded, but because he's a pass-first guy, at least in terms of being compared to Kyrie Irving, who is ball-dominant. And as everyone knows in this group, from what I've said and from every post we see in this group, every five minutes at the end of the game is Kyrie iso ball. And y'all, Aaron, Kyrie hasn't done well this entire playoff run. Kyrie hasn't done well, period. He hasn't, all right, look, I'm gonna tell it to you real. Kyrie hasn't reached his potential with this team. And that's because he's not perfect for this team. He's not fitting into the system. He needs to be on a team where he's a 1A, 1B guy like he was with LeBron or what Russell Westbrook figured out with Paul George. You play 1A, 1B with another big name guy, you're good to go. The problem is the 1B guy on the Celtics happens to be a 19 year old kid who was just playing at Duke over a year ago now and had one great season where he fricking killed it. Not to mention you have to reincorporate Gordon Hayward who you have to actually use. When you spend $31 million on a guy, you fucking use him. So you're gonna have to use him and it doesn't help that Brad Stevens connection to Gordon Hayward means that he's gonna get utilized. 
But getting back to what's next, let Kyrie Irving go. Resign Terry Rozier. Focus on in-house movements, then go outside. There are tons of capable free agents that we could go after and sign. My personal opinion, one of the ideas that I thought that I saw online that was very cool that I liked was moving Jalen Brown and moving a couple little smaller pieces as well as a draft pick out to another team. That way we can use that money that we would have gotten back to sign a free agent, a guy like Jimmy Butler. Now I know, I know that sounds a little stupid considering we already have a guy who is basically Jimmy Butler, but younger in Jalen Brown. Sure, right, we can say that. But Jimmy Butler adds a different dynamic to the team. So that's just a name I'm throwing out there because I saw it. It was an interesting article. Another guy that I'd like to see us go after is not Kemba Walker, like John just said, because Kemba Walker, although he is different from Kyrie Irving, the system will be the same. Even though Kemba is more of a pass-first team-oriented point guard, it doesn't mean it's going to be any different. And he's going to cost a hell of a lot of money. Besides, I'm going to tell you this right now from the stuff I know, Kemba's already tied to the Lakers as well as Jimmy Butler. That's why I brought him up. So... I'd also like to see them go after DeMarcus Cousins. As much as people might be like, oh, the guy is coming off an Achilles, he has another injury, all this stuff. Look, DeMarcus is a big body. He played for the Warriors. And what has every person that has watched basketball over the last couple of years said about the Celtics? That we play eerily similar to what the Warriors do. And what the Celtics do could actually overthrow the Warriors. So imagine bringing in an all-star player like Cousins, who may not be the all-star caliber player guy he was, but having him paired with Al Horford and some of the young guys, that's still good to me. And that shores up the post-game stuff, which Deshaun just happened to hit on the head. Oh my God, guys. This, I'm so fucking happy that this is over. It honestly feels like a weight's off my shoulders. And that's really sad to say coming from a Celtics fan because you want to see our teams playing well. And you want to see them go deep in the postseason run. Shit, I would have liked to see us go three for four in terms of teams that advanced in the postseason, at least to get to a championship game. Sure, we may have not won, but hey, having Boston go in three different championship series in the same freaking time setting, that's unheard of. But I digress. Cheers to all the Celtics fans in this group. You guys have been wonderful. Cheers to all the people who actually stayed fans of these guys through all the bullshit that Kyrie Irving put us through. And I emphasize Kyrie Irving because the media circus was really circulated and started because of him. We didn't have this fucking media circus when we had Isaiah Thomas, but I digress. Back to my main point. Anyway, guys, cheers to everyone. Have a great night.